Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Monash. Happy first of the month. On the first day of each month, we review the book of the month. In order to be considered worthy of book of the month, the book has to meet a very simple criteria. It has to be impactful enough that it will either change your life or your perspective on the world. Now, whether it does or not, of course, is entirely up to you. If you just read it as a piece of entertainment, you're missing the point. But if you internalize it, make it part of your thinking, the book of the month has the opportunity to transform your life. Our book this month is absolutely worthy of book of the month. But before I introduce the book, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory. I met Mr. G. Edward Griffin about six years ago. He's a documentary filmmaker who wrote the book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. That book was a past book of the month on this show. His book is a historical account of the formation of the Federal Reserve back in 1913 and the clandestine manner in which the Fed was conceived. Now, as real estate investors, we hear reports about the Fed and how it influences so much of our investment environment. There's no shortage of people's opinions about the Fed. But how many truly understand the Fed and how it operates? So when Ben Bernanke, chairman of the Federal Reserve during the financial crisis of 2008 and its aftermath, wrote a book about the Federal Reserve and his personal perspective on the way in which the Fed plays a disproportionate role in influencing our economy, I just had to read it. So his book is called 21st Century Monetary Policy, and it's a history of the Federal Reserve from the Great Inflation to COVID-19. I absolutely had to share it with you. Now, I'm not here to say that I endorse or promote everything that the book has to say, but Ben Bernanke has a perspective as a former chairman of the Fed that few others do, and I feel strongly that something so vital to the underpinning of our financial system is definitely worth understanding. The book starts with a historic perspective from inception and how the role of the Fed has evolved over the years, through the Great Depression, through two world wars, through the entrenched inflation of the 1970s and the 1980s, through the financial crisis of 2008, and now most recently the pandemic and an unprecedented period of financial liquidity. The Fed was formed in 1913 as an act of Congress, and the U.S. economy prospered on balance during the Fed's first 15 years, but in 1929, the world entered a global depression. The origins of the depression are complex, but the international gold standard, which had been reinstated following suspension by most countries during World War I, was, according to Ben Bernanke, a principal cause. The war had been accompanied by substantial inflation, as the government finances of all these beleaguered countries crumbled. There were shortages of critical commodities, and as countries returned to the gold standard after the war, reestablishing the link between the supply of money and the quantity of available gold, became evident there was not enough gold in the world, nor was it distributed evenly enough among countries to sustain the prices of goods and services. One solution would have been to reduce the official value of currencies relative to gold, allowing the available gold to support the higher money supply and price levels. But in many countries, currency devaluation was seen as inconsistent with the spirit of the gold standard. After the First World War, international, political, and financial conditions remained very unstable, and they were exacerbated by disagreements on how much Germany should pay in war reparations, along with American demands for full repayment of wartime loans to Great Britain and France. These conflicts shook the confidence in the newly reconstructed global monetary system. As fear and uncertainty grew, governments and investors stopped holding pounds and other gold surrogates, and they tried to obtain the physical gold instead. It resulted in a global scramble for gold, including runs on gold held by central banks. As the global shortage of gold began to assert itself, money supplies and prices collapsed in the gold standard countries. The prices of U.S. goods and services, for example, fell by 30% 
between 1931 and 1933, and that deflation of prices in turn bankrupted many businesses. Imagine if you were trying to pay your mortgage, when now all of a sudden the price of your products drops by 30%. That essentially brought down the entire financial system and with it the economy. It took quite some time before the Federal Reserve was modernized again. The cornerstone of congressional oversight formally laid out the Federal Reserve Reform Act of 1977, in form of the so-called dual mandate. The instruction from Congress was to pursue the economic goals of number one, maximum employment, and number two, stable prices. The restoration of the Fed's inflation-fighting credibility in the 1980s and 1990s came under Chairman Volcker and Greenspan, and that would have important benefits. The control of inflation became central to Fed policy during that time. The meat of the book is focused on his explanation of his modern monetary theory and the notion that the Federal Reserve's role has changed from its initial mandate. And while the Fed operates independently from government oversight, they are aware that if they stray too far from what government wants, all it takes is an act of Congress to change their mandate. So fast forward to the pandemic, and it's clear the Fed did not have the tools to help the economy directly from the disruption of the pandemic and the months-long lockdowns associated with it. These tools employed by the Fed are brand new. Lowering interest rates wouldn't be enough to put food on the table for those millions of people forced to stay home for months during the period of social isolation. Now, Ben Bernanke was not at the helm during that momentous time, but he still has relationships with many of the people who continue to be directly involved in the decision-making. He understands what rules needed to change in order to bring financial stability to the system, and he's very quick to point out where the Fed has made mistakes in the past and made economic matters worse instead of better. His perspective is current to today's dilemma of how to fight inflation that has surfaced as a result of overshooting the stimulus intended to fight the pandemic. So if you're interested in understanding our financial system and how it works, definitely go out and get a copy of 21st Century Monetary Policy by Ben Bernanke. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.